Wow. What is up, Green Visor guys? We back. This is uh, this is Austin and Andrew. Andrew, you want to say hello to the people? Hello. <laughs> oh, Can I man. Just, actually, no. You know what? You know, let me say something. You motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> you thought we were gone, didn't we? We did. You did the. We. I thought we you were thought gone. That it was, makes two of us. We, been, we, we were gone. <laughs> we were gone. Um, yeah. I had an extended um, kind of bender of a sales trip across the country. Uh, Andrew, where were you, Andrew, for the past three weeks? I moved. Well, so I did a twice. road trip across <laughs> the country, and I moved to Rhode Island. I guess I moved twice. Yeah. You did move twice. So. Um, yeah, so it's been a bit. What's up, people? We are happy to be back. Uh, we're not happy about the market, but we're happy to be back. Um, here at Green Visor, guys, we don't know what the market's going to do. The market doesn't know what the market's going to do, and there is definitely no such thing as an expert, and I think, man, it has never been more true. Right, Andrew? That's absolutely correct. I, we, we're, we're fucking smart, man. We've been saying this <laughs> since NOM. And we're like, we don't know what's going to happen. And every single other person's like, here's the growth projections. If you yeah, see yeah, yeah, this yeah. teacup shape followed by like a dog uh, in a shooting star, it's going to go up. And huh, fuck all of you. I, so. I read some report about the hash mark volatility going down. And I went, oh, is this, this could be the answer. And then I went, no, this is <laughs> completely made up. Nothing completely about this is made important. Up. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, just going for the views. All right, Andrew, give us – this is going to be painful, but give okay. us the market update. Okay. Well, it's red is what I'll say. Oh, at least on the 20 oh no way. Our good friends – the market is at $282 billion. Uh, and Bitcoin, the number one in the market, is at 6621 which feels pretty darn low. Bitcoin – TBT. It almost, it still almost has a half of the total market cap, which is interesting. Then we have yeah. Ethereum at 520 and Ripple at 52 cents. Man, I remember when, when Ripple was about to touch four dollars. Oh yeah, my and we had it then too. <laughs> yes, we did, oh, and that is when we boy. sold. Okay, okay. Yeah, so that's the, the market update is that none of us are checking our apps nearly as much as we have been in the past. That's the market update. That is that is accurate. That is accurate. Yes. Um, but I do want to remind you guys. I do want. I, I'm just going to do this just for you know. September first, 2016. So granted, it it was a little. It was you know almost two years ago. Bitcoin was five hundred and seventy-two dollars. Say that again. Uh, two years ago, September first, 2016. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Bitcoin closed. I guess it doesn't close, but. Bitcoin was at $572. So you're We're telling me that if I bought one Bitcoin's worth of Bitcoin now, I would have about 13. Is that correct? That's that is, crazy. That's yeah. crazy. So that's, but that's what I'm saying is breathe. We're still astronaut. We still have astronomical growth. So just Yes, it sucks. We're blowing it. I hate it. Um, <laughs> but, you know, it, it cools me down a little bit. Um, and, Andrew, do you know what else cools me down? Man, maybe a, a cold <laughs> beverage. I don't know. Cold, that, a cold, cold beverage, uh, okay. which brings me to. How do you get a beverage <laughs> cold? 
you got to throw some ice in it. You got to throw some ice in it. Uh-huh. Um, and uh-huh. so we're talking about the price of Bitcoin, but the price of icy crypto, uh, the Bitcoin ice trays, is now down 25%, thanks to our uh, good friends and uh, hooking us up with a sponsorship deal of 25% off your icy crypto, crypto Bitcoin ice. Yes. Which is legit. As- as Bitcoin melts away in this horribly red market, this red hot getting destroyed <laughs> market on a daily basis, the yeah. same with your icy crypto. Same with your icy, just melt in your mouth. It, oh, it melts right into your tequila. Oh yeah, and and we're drinking a lot of that these days, so uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, definitely a thing. Cool. All right. Well, sorry for that corny plug, but seriously, guys, we're gonna be posting uh, the icy crypto. Um, 25% off coupon code on our Instagram. Follow us at Green Visor Guys. Um, we are done with our hiatus and we back. Cool. All right, Andrew, what's the news for All us? Right. Here's the news. Now, I've had some people reach out to me with somewhat sincere anger of how long we've been gone. And Was so it your first, brother? Okay, well, I don't know why you needed to say that. (laughs) (laughs) Who's the only people that listen? No, I'm just playing. We actually have a good amount of listeners now. It was my brother. Oh, I know it was your brother. brother. (laughs) Because he's our biggest fan. He really is, yeah. So shout Shout out out. to Evan. Shout out to Evan. You're the man. He likes this one. Um, Yeah. He's our first major news He's a fucking idiot. That's what he's going to (laughs) say. Exactly. And he would be 100% 100% correct. Our first news story. What the fuck's going on? And that's not a news story. That's just, it, I guess we, it's news. We need to get back. It has been, what, about a month? Yeah, month. Let's go. Let me hear what you have. What do you have? What do you think about the market? Where is the market going with it being said that we know we know nothing? So, we know nothing. I know uh-huh. nothing. Uh-huh. But I have a theory, all right? <laughs> I think, is this theory valid? Absolutely the fuck not. Of course not. But what I'm saying is, the market is so down. Oh, and, and I'm gonna get into this later because I have a whole a whole spiel on it. But man, it is now back. I, I think we've been set back about three years, and, and in the sense that obviously not the prices, but I would say in the. See, I don't even believe that. But in the general acceptance of major major financial institutions, but that's not right. I, clearly, I don't know. I mean. Because there's like that's the thing is there's hundreds and thousands of now financial institutions and major backers who have pledged um, to work with cryptocurrency. We have places like Santander and Goldman Sachs and uh-huh. J.P. Morgan and all these crazy, crazy, big ass investors who say that they're in crypto. I don't know where they are, but man, I don't know. Andrew, what are your thoughts? That's what gets me is that we I've never. Well, that's not true either, but I, uh, it hasn't been that many times where I've seen all of this really you know, positive news in, a mar- in, a, in an area and just so few results, both, resu- both few results in terms of the news panning out kind of to be as important as it seems and then yeah. also news in terms of the coins themselves really moving towards doing what they're supposed to do. That's now, I, I, like, I, I could not have my eye on that as much. That's very no. possible. It might even be likely. Uh, no. There, yeah, there are these coins right. that are like, 
Plot twist, X-Coin now is like the national currency of Indonesia, and like no one bats a fucking eye. You know what I mean? Literally. Like, oh, China is now sponsoring an entire city with blank coin, and, it, and we're still yeah. like at nothing. And I don't know if you guys remember December. I, I, we will reminisce on December later because we have to have some sort of bright spot in this podcast. But in December, someone would be like, I saw... Like, I saw, you know, the shape of Ripple in a cloud, and everyone's like, <laughs> let's fucking buy! Like, let's do it! And it would shoot, like, 900%. And then someone would be like, just kidding, and it would dump, like, 5,000%. Yes. It was these crazy, crazy market swings. Uh-huh. I, I, okay, so here's... Okay, what the fuck is going on? All right, let's just say that. Okay, the average, the average market of, of the... U.S. stock market, right? Like six to eight percent. You uh-huh. know, six to eight percent a year is what it grows. Uh-huh. I I made eight percent on my portfolio today. Now is it going to go back down the the eight percent? You know, tomorrow probably. But I do think we have an interesting time in crypto where it's becoming pretty rhythmic. Um, and correct me if I'm wrong, but right, I, I right, and right, I've said right. this before. I think it's getting very rhythmic where you're like, okay, it's Monday. Uh, prices are going to start to go, you know, down because the weekend high, and so it drops. And then, lo and behold, um, you know, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday comes around. It's pretty low, and then it starts to come back up for the weekend. And it's been doing that pretty consistently. So, as ridiculous as this is, we're not seeing nine nine hundred percent gains on coins anymore. But I think there's another opportunity for us um, as investors and in, in kind of yeah. looking at it, tracking the patterns and, and really being like, all right, I'm going to sell high, buy low, sell high, buy low. Um, and really try and kind of wing it that way. I don't know. I, maybe I'm just bored and really we should just hold I don't know. You know, here's actually a story that I don't think we've, well, I, don't, I don't really see this that much, that the reality is that December, January window, the prices were way too high. And, and, yeah, right. We don't say that that much that, the value was so potential that the price that it got to was, I mean, even more speculative than it is right now. Yeah. But, but I think you make a, I mean, you make a good point though. And also, let me say this: we just continually reminisce on December, January. It That's was pretty the much show. the point of this podcast. It was a show. Yeah. <laughs> to go back and go. Oh, remember that. The, that three-week period where if we... If you want to see us get off, um, literally yeah, this is the way to do it. We were talking about, well, no, you know, maybe I'll do an island off North Carolina. Those are all right. <laughs> Not lying. We aren't even lying exactly. to you. Like, we had uh, one... international public. island so we can launder the money easier. <laughs> we never said that. Um, yeah. NSA, we never, we never said that. Uh, <laughs> there is no intent. I think the government has more shit going on right now than us, but... Okay, yeah, um, that tends to be true. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, so, and, and this is off topic and we didn't plan on talking about this, but man, I've been doing a pretty, pretty reasonable study on the dot-com boom um, mm-hmm. of, uh, of 99, 2000. And I don't want to, everyone's like, it's a bubble, it's a bubble. Okay, if you guys don't think crypto was a bubble in December, you're fucking stupid. Yeah, all right? That's like the most that. stereotypical bubble of all time. But when people go back and they reminisce on 99, 2000, and they look at the dot-com boom, um, man, it was like it was like they were reading the future of of blockchain, where they were like, oh yeah, if you added dot com to your name, your stock went through the roof. And I'm like, oh, remember that time where we had companies add blockchain to their name, and then it like went through the roof. Yeah, the and Long Island was, Iced Tea Company. Long Island Iced Tea, right? Hilarious. Like, 
And so, and so that went through the roof. And then they were saying like there were people who were starting six or seven companies and selling them and everything was going crazy and everything was overvaluated and, um, you know, reminiscing, like looking back on it, everything was so overvalued and everyone pumped it um, and everyone was okay with it. Uh, and then, and then there was obviously the huge crash of, of, you know, 2000, 2001. But, but guys, like look at the internet now and I'm not comparing blockchain to the internet. But a hey, lot of people, that. a lot of people are that. a, yeah. uh, and b. I just think we're so much more than this drop. We're so much more than than after this dump where everyone's super depressed because we were making hand over hand, like fist over fist bundles of cash. Let's have patience in this, right? Like let's let's really try and and play this for the long run. Yeah. Cool. And the point there is that if you are in the yeah, this is another. Another side note on that is if you are in this for the short-term gain or even the long-term gain, you're kind of looking past what really could be with blockchain. We've yeah. talked about that a few different yeah. times. But so maybe we're just in a, a period of maturity. We're trying to see which coins are really worthwhile. Yeah. Plot twist, the vast majority are worth absolutely... Plot nothing. twist, it's a there guy was, behind except, a computer. Except Tron. Which now let me let me go yeah, to the next good, story. Good transition because Tron we've been shit talking Tron. Yeah, Tron's apparently worth one hundred and forty million dollars, uh, either more or less today, because they bought BitTorrent in cash. Which BitTorrent, if you know, is a peer-to-peer file sharing company. Uh, Tron, the Tron Foundation, our good friend Justin Sun, Justin who fucking I don't n- literally no one. He's I started the rumor that he wasn't real. I don't think he's real. I honestly, we should talk. I probably every single every single podcast will like throw in some yeah. sort of jab at Tron. Well, because but mean, they also just forked out a hundred and twenty million dollars for something. Yes. Here's what? my question for you, Austin. Yes. They had a hundred and twenty million dollars to give out to buy BitTorrent, correct? Yes. Why not just keep the hundred and twenty million? Just keep it and be done. Well, the what big issue say, is what? they said they also said that they have they're <laughs> not changing anything at yeah, BitTorrent yeah, yeah, and they yeah. have no interest in using crypto for their product. Yeah. So they just like bought this random ass company that doesn't really have anything. I, I don't know, man. So Tron <sighs> and Tron Foundation are actually just John McAfee. John McAfee, and he's just like. I will rise back. Like, I will rise again. <laughs> he tweeted today, or maybe yesterday, I don't know, that he is no longer uh, uh, shilling for ICOs because the SEC is trying to fine him or something, which, uh, whatever, man. You're, <laughs> it's just such a crazy such a crazy individual that's just not even really worth it. And yeah. it's still on the Reddit front page. So. And there it is. And there it is. And so... I don't know, man. Um, my question is, where did that 120 million come from? Like, if you had to like pick a place where that 120 million came from, where would that be? I I don't know enough about Tron. I do know that they have some connection with. Ooh, is it uh, crack the, cocaine? You're looking yo, for crack cocaine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That it's was what you were looking coke for. Money. Yeah, <laughs> coke no. money. That's exactly right. <laughs> That's what it Just, is. <laughs> No, they have some connection with uh, with uh, I can't remember his first name, but Ma, who's the CEO and founder of all. Jordan, John, Derek. No, Derek Ma was a guy we went to middle school with. That's true. 
<laughs> I can't remember. Jack Ma, Jack Ma. Okay, uh, well, shout out Derek Ma for, yeah, you know, sure. for listening to this. What if he's listening? And Dude, it's the first time uh, spoken that would be the weirdest thing. 12 years. Or there's someone out he's there nice named guy. Derek. He's all right. Yeah, yeah, he's a good dude. Okay, well, so yeah, maybe from Jack Ma of Alibaba. Other than that, I, I mean, feel like Jack Ma's not know. an idiot, though. Like, and, and there's there's times where Jack Ma's like yeah. really distanced himself from, from Tron. Well, yeah, uh, as he should. As he should. Uh, so I don't know. 120 million is probably crack cocaine money. Is that, that's not like slander, is it? That's just like me saying a rumor. We're okay. Uh, dude, if we get sued, we have a great problem. So yeah, someone's listening. If we get sued, someone's listening to our podcast, and that's a pretty damn good good thing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. My brother's not going to sue us. <laughs> yeah, take take my money. I have five dollars in my wallet. Congratulations. Yes. Okay. You can take my crypto because that's worth you know. All right. Yeah. Um, it's worth some amount of money. It's worth nothing. So. Uh, all right, what's the next one? I'm, I'm done right, with the, Justin Sun. Here's the next set of news. Okay. So the bank, I, I believe it's BIT, I think it's Bank of International Settlements, is a bank uh, based out of Basel, Switzerland. They did Basel. a study with the University of Texas. Okay. They came up with the idea that crypto could lose all its value. Huh. But the same day, a hedge fund boss, I believe his last name is Nunn, said that Bitcoin will be worth $60,000 by the end of the year. The We're running same out of time. Day. We're running out of time. People are like, remember it was yeah, like 120000 and then this guy's well, like, it's going to be sixty k by the end of the year. Yeah. That would be wild. Can, wait, can I say something? John, yeah. John McAfee, I looked at a tweet in the same story I read about his nonsense. Of that course. said, uh, this is 2015 maybe, where he goes, <laughs> I thought Bitcoin was going to be at, 250,000 or maybe 500,000 by the end of 2018. But it's it's far surpassed my estimation. I think it'll be at 1 billion dollars. I think we made fun of him for this before cuz I remember <laughs> being like 1 million dollars. It's bigger than the world economy. Um it's crazy, man. Yeah. Yeah. Bitcoin anyway, is 60k okay, so by the end of the year. I would be so happy. But there is 60k by the end of the year. Zero shots. We're buying okay, islands. but uh, we're recording ourselves, so you don't even have to record me on this. If Bitcoin is 60K, I will, I will do something ridiculous. If you are actually listening to our podcast and you comment on a picture in our Instagram and you message us to tell us what you want me to do, I'll probably do it. So you're uh, telling me to f- make a fake Instagram? And make a fake Instagram and comment and be like, haha, I will do that. you have to donate to this awesome charity. And I'll be like, okay, yeah. all right. Uh, all right. So we're not done, though. No, okay, the German, so, yeah. the German uh, Federal Finance Supervisory Authority Undersecretary, which is pretty much like the SEC for Germany, as far as I okay. know, said that uh, uh, blockchain has, uh, and cryptocurrency has the potential to flip the entire financial sector, sector upside down. That's the quote. And then it's, his argument is that it's because there will be no need for intermediary service providers. Hmm. The exact same day again, UBS Bank, a big bank, I believe it's a German bank as well, said um, that blockchain is definitely an ongoing opportunity for the long run. So now what, <laughs> what, is, what uh, of any of these crazy disparate opinions is correct? And the, the thing is, is everyone has a reason. And, and this is, I mean, we, Andrew and I are always talking about being moderate, not being a jackass, and knowing that everyone has a point. 
but like the German SEC is saying that like it's insane. A hedge fund boss who clearly knows what he's doing with money says Bitcoin is going to be 60k by the end of the year. But also, I trust the University of Texas and the Bank of International <laughs> Settlements. Like, so everyone has a reason. You all don't know anything. It's just guessing. Welcome to Green Visor, guys. Yes. They should listen to us. All they of them. should. All of them. All of them should be like, ah, oh, these motherfuckers know what's right. Let's bring them in. Exactly. And you know yeah, what, guys? Exactly. I, we will retire if we start making, <laughs> you know, if, if I'm making upwards of, you know, 500K a year because they think I'm great with financial advice, I'm going to have to retire. But I'll, I'll, I'll fill someone on the back end, don't worry. Yes. I will say this, though. If, if Bitcoin goes to 60K by the end of the year, I, uh, I won't take your job. I will, I'll just actually retire. You'll also be retiring. Okay. I'll be retiring. All right. Um, so that's cool. Yeah. So the Bank of International Settlements, we, we just talked about them, but they also said another kind of issue they had with Bitcoin was that it says that Bitcoin takes too much electricity and could break the internet. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So one minute it's not worth anything and it's going to be probably, you know, they're saying like it could be worth nothing. Yeah. But then at the same time, they're like, but it might take up so much electricity and popular, and it might become so popular that it's going to break the internet. What? It, right. what? Yeah, what are your I, thoughts? I mean, well, I just, yeah, no, exactly what you said. It's the, the dichotomy. Like, choose a side for one. Because, well, at least to me, it doesn't seem like those two things can exist at the same time. If it breaks the internet, that is a problem of way too much demand, I imagine. Yeah. Um, now the other side is, I, I don't. Now they, I, they've got to know more than me. I'm sure that most people know more than me, but at the same time, breaking the internet. I don't. Well, what is it? What is this, Kim works. Kardashian? Uh, <laughs> I had to do it. I had oh. to say it. I had to Very say good. it. Bitcoin's the next Very Kim Kardashian. <laughs> Coin. So, is that even how it works, though? Because Kim Kardashian did not break the internet. No, she did. It was a whole thing. It was a whole thing. She it like supposed. It was like supposedly like Holy a. Holy crow! Oh, if you Google Kim Kardashian breaks the internet, you will see a very interesting picture with champagne and a lot of skin. Um, yeah, yeah, but it's not. Yeah, but. but no, but that broke the internet I'm on apparently. The internet right now. That's apparently, the internet is it. very fragile. Uh, so <laughs> I don't know. All right, let's let's move on. Uh, Reddit comments of the week. I have one. Uh, it was from a bit ago, but and it's another one that's just kind of funny. But it says, well, all the support walls collapsed, and if you adjusted your Bollinger Bands up to, to the new inverted double bullhorns on the dead cat balance, you would have seen this coming. I agree completely. The dead cat balance, that is, that is pretty much what you should have seen coming. So the joke is that no one knows what they're doing. There's no way to like, be able to do this. Uh, and there's, there's, there's no shot in hell. There's no shot in hell that anyone knows what is happening. Um, that's my, I don't know, I, the dead cat bounce. That's, that's my thing. <laughs> okay, I don't know. What, what is the dead cat bounce? It's nothing. That's the point. It's nothing. Oh, there's no such thing as a dead cat bounce. Oh, damn. The whole point is that there's literally no way to know. It's literally funnier than me. Oh, oh, me to death. All right, here's wow. mine. I had to explain it. That's what's Yeah, that. no, yeah. That's I should have done a better job with that. <laughs> so this is uh, a uh, Reddit comment of the week here. Paris Hilton's father 
to sell $38 million mansion for cryptocurrency. Yeah. Which, uh, which cryptocurrency? Which, that's the thing. That is, that is interesting. I would like to buy for Dogecoin. I would yeah, like. Well, apparently, Dogecoin has some like crazy volume trade. Yeah, right it has. Now, it has. Anyway. I think it has 300 times the volume of Bitcoin Cash. <laughs> I think yeah, I saw that today, fuck? which is just so Doge. Um, Honestly, it's that's the, the that's the underdog story of the year for crypto. Uh, so anyway, the, the underdog story. <laughs> exactly. That's <laughs> yes, good. Very good. Yikes! Um, I'm just full of it today. Here's the comment. It's a, it says in quotes Paris Hilton's father, um, and then it says period must be weird to have an alleged three hundred million dollar net worth and still not be worthy, uh, still be not not be worthy of considered, still not be considered worthy of mention on your own merits. We both fucked us up so bad. Well, oh my God. We uh, go read your own Reddit comments this week, fuckers. Uh, yeah, yeah, you piece of shit. I'll all all, all, all two of you, Evan and my dad, go, go to Reddit yourself. <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot. <laughs> Mr. Yeah. Long, happy Father's Day. Oh, God. <laughs> I hope you had a really nice weekend. Uh, we went golfing. I played all right. All right. Um, so general ponderings. What, uh, what do we want to talk about? What do you want to talk about, Andrew? Well, yeah, so I'll say this. This has been really interesting for me to think about. Um, we have, you know, in the U.S. and now kind of globally, we have uh, incoming possibility of a pretty legitimate trade war. Well, who would be doing that? Who would go into a trade war with us, Andrew? Please tell well, me. Please tell me. So go into it with us is an interesting way of putting it. But I think, so we are putting tariffs on our you know, some of our main allies, and then I believe $200 billion worth of tariffs on China that they have uh, already said uh, that they will levy on us as well on the backside. Uh, which makes sense. Yeah, and I think both of us are pretty staunch free traders, and uh, so that's not that's not a great way to start the I week. think if you like crypto, you should be free, tra like you're a free yeah, trader no, if you like for crypto. Sure, for sure. And so, so here's my question. One, what is this going to do to crypto? And then I actually have kind of a pondering after that. So what do you think it's going to do to crypto? Do you think it has any effect? Let me, let me, let me put this really, really clearly. Uh -huh. Absolutely the fuck nothing. Because yeah. nothing does anything for the market. <laughs> right, okay. I could, I could like... You're sticking with our thesis. I'm like sticking that. with the thesis that this is all bullshit. And Kim Jong-un could put on a dress and tap dance and say, you really should buy crypto, and no one would buy crypto. Right, 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 right. Except for maybe Donald Trump. Had to throw that in there. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's actually a good point. Probably, chances are it does nothing. I will say this, though. The fact that we're doing even the possibility of a trade war, to me, legitimizes uh, at least some of the, the opportunity that is blockchain, that is cryptocurrency. Now, it doesn't fix trade war for goods because goods are going to be tariffed uh, on an incoming and out, outgoing basis by federal governments, um, which again is something that I'm tr truly not a fan of. I don't, uh, there's very few instances where I think um, tariffs are good. But anyway, uh, secondarily, it proves that a decentralized currency uh, is useful because if you can make trade in, in non-tangible goods, if you can do it in a cryptocurrency, say if Verge does what it says it can do. If you nothing. can do it in Verge, <laughs> yeah, exactly, nothing. But, but so say Wraith Protocol makes it um, completely <laughs> anonymous to trade things. 
that is a really legitimate case uh, for cryptocurrency to get around tariffs, for lack of a better phrase. I mean, I, I don't mean to say this in a way to beat taxes. I don't think you should evade taxes. I think you should use uh, uh, opportunities available in the tax code. But this get, this legitimizes cryptocurrency by saying we yeah. want trade. We want trade as a global community. And if we can get around that by using currencies that don't allow uh, you to be to be followed, they don't allow the the sovereign government to follow the transaction. Yeah, there there might be something there. It's just an inter I'm not saying do that or anything like that. I'm just saying that it's an interesting moment to look at cryptocurrency and what the potential could be. I mean, we look at we look at the rise of of the third, you know third-party movement in the United States, right? Like, people are quickly realizing both, um, you know, the Republicans and the Democrats are, are very far to one side or the other. And, you know, if you're one of those, do your thing, whatever. Um, but there's a large group of people that are saying, I am in the middle. They're moderate. They're libertarian, right? Um, they're independent. And so a lot of these people are big fans of really small government and, and lack of government control. And so this is like the true meaning of, of cryptocurrency Christmas here, right? Like, it, like your government makes a decision that you don't agree with. I'm not saying to do this, but your, your, your government is now doing other shit that they feel like they want to do that's harming their people. You could easily get around that. Right, like say it comes to like a really harmful thing, where where you know, let's say Germany. We're not going to use the United States because that's getting up shit creek here. But let's say Germany. Ah, Germany has too much history. Let's say France. Uh, so France decides that they want to go and be tyrannical, and they now shut down trade with everyone. Right, and they they cut all all ties to the outside world. Okay, the way that you can do that is and get around that is that crypto sphere you know what i mean like is the for non-tangible goods yeah. that's right for non-tangible of course but like look at it look at the the uses for blockchain right now and like communication in food safety and all these different things where if it ever were to come down to this crazy tyrannical government uh, who is not, you know allying with a bunch of crazy people and we decide that's not where we want to go um Internally in the country and externally, you could use crypto, right? Like you could even use crypto inside the country for anonymity, right? Yeah. So a lot of use case if shit hits the fan. Yeah, I mean, so think about here's the here's a good example. I th uh, say things like software that are traded based on licensure. It would be pretty reasonable to think that you could put a tariff on that. Because that's some that's a thing that at least for now we have a competitive advantage, and so maybe we want to make it really hard and expensive for other countries to get that. If you could trade that with cryptocurrency, trade that licensure, then yeah. it, that, that's a that's a really good use of this technology. Um, I don't know the legality. I've got. I mean, it's it's illegal to do that because you're don't do that. You're getting around a tariff, so don't do that. But it just proves the worth of this. In the long run, I think. If shit hits the fan. Yeah. Um, okay, well, what have you got? 
Please give me happy because that's freaking It's the last. It's the last. It's the last general that. pondering of the podcast. Uh-huh. Uh, we're back. We've been back. You know, from a, a a big hiatus, and so let's let's talk about December. Let's talk about the good oh, times. Oh, very good. Um, yeah. So in a good and a bad way. Only. And, and first, let's talk about you know the great things of December, uh, and then I kind of want to critique it a little bit. But yeah. man, what was your favorite part of December? Okay, so I, do I have like a one minute? Oh no, you have a little more. You can take as much time as you want. All We're right. good. Here's here's my favorite part of December, and I, I, it's it's mostly funny. Um, this is what we did. So Austin and I. And a few other people were together trying to get a strategy of how to best take advantage <laughs> I of forgot the about insane this. market. And uh, I believe together, I don't really know where it came from, we decided to invest in a uh, low market cap, high uh, uh, volume, or high, what's, what, what's the word? I'm Not even high volume, low market cap and low supply. Right, exactly. Low supply. Thank you. That's the word I was looking for. Low supply coin that was trading trading for very cheap. And we landed on our great good friend Ember Coin. And Ember, Ember coin. coin, if anyone is a historian of cryptocurrency, I think this might have gotten some play in the cryptocurrency world. We bought Ember Coin and I, I had fifty seven million Ember Coin. Yeah. That's how I think I, I had like forty five. Six zeros and a one. Seven zeros and a one. Something crazy. And we bought it. I, th- I want to say we bought 300 something like that. The yeah, next, we put like $300 in. Yes. And, and we had no reason to think it was worth anything. There was no... Oh, no. It was, and, and we like looked at the team, worth. and like they didn't really have a website. They weren't even real. And 100%, we were like, yeah. knowing... We were like, this is a scam. This yeah. is a scam. Yeah, but, it, but at the time, uh, it, everything was, was gold. Everything was gold. Every, so we picked the most profitable gold. We nailed it. Because by the we next fucking day, killed it. literally by the next day, we're at the gym together, and our three hundred dollars is through the fucking roof to to the point that at one time it was fifty thousand dollars. Yeah, yeah. I so mean, we're watching was, this on Coin Market Cap, and it's just it flying. Just and we wanted this. We were like every someone. Ten seconds. We were like, someone is, is manipulating this, and we're going to catch it at the top. Like, yeah. this, we did this because we got in right at the bottom. Like, we were dead bottom, and someone was manipulating it, and it went right through the roof. Um, all right, do what? Yeah, keep going, Andrew. What happened yeah, then? Okay, so we're right through the roof. Now, picture this. This is two of us. We're probably two weeks, three weeks into crypto. And we're going, all right, we got to watch this because, like, there's a good chance that we could be millionaires tonight. Yeah, and, like, um, we just got to we gotta <laughs> sell at the right time. We're on Cryptopia. Which was valid. Like, it was, was valid. Time. That was the one was time it was ever valid. where I was like, I'm going to get a Lambo. Yeah, because this thing, right. we had was going millions and millions and millions. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. It was go- and we're going, oh, my gosh, if it hits three zeros and a one, we're worth a hundred million, and we're, it's over. You know what I mean? And it's over. So it's just, yeah, and like it's getting, it's getting there. It's it's getting there. It's moving. It's moving. Oh, and it's so crazy. we start to try and like, okay, maybe we should sell some of this. Like yeah. it's getting high. Maybe we should sell some of this. We're in we're in uh, we're in the gym, surrounded by people, 
and we're losing our yeah. shit, and all of a sudden we go into Cryptopia, and Cryptopia has locked everyone out from Amber Trading. I mean, we're freaking out. Like, it's it was, locked everyone. And, and so yeah. it, it was traded on, like, two separate, two separate platforms, and, like, one of them locked, locked it because it was obviously market manipulation. Yes. Um, and so they locked out trading, and the other one kept flying, but it didn't actually give the true price because it cut the supply, by, whatever. So yeah, yeah, just yeah, yeah, yeah. full madness. We ended up coming out on top. I think we 10x'd, which was awesome. Like yeah, we made for, a lot for of an money. absolute piece of, of shit. Like, but for, we <laughs> keep going. Sorry. I will never tell you how much adrenaline. I, if I've never done cocaine, <laughs> but I feel like crazy. that was like doing cocaine. And also remember when when it reopened on Cryptopia, we thought. I mean, the the community on Reddit had 10x. There was thousands of people posting uh, about how, when it's going to come back up and when it comes back up it's going to sell through the roof again and all this yeah. stuff and uh, that didn't happen but we still it, yeah. made a ton of but money and then almost immediately they straight up ended up they straight up ended up like just closing the project they were like ah we don't want to do this anymore and everyone who had it because then they're like oh we're going to create a new project and it's going to be called whatever it was called so like we're yeah, going to the mods uh, are creating this new project yeah. um and they're like, all your Ember coins are going to, you know, be traded in for this coin. And we were like, okay, that could be kind of cool. Um, and then literally like a week later, they're like, uh, this is now community this run. Work. Yeah, yeah they're like the code is now up to the community. And they yeah. just dipped. And we were like, yep. oh, man, we got out so lucky. So, yes, what an amazing December night that was. That was um, the crazy i mean that might have been one of the craziest nights yeah it was um so my favorite moment in december honestly and this kind of this kind of reminiscing but the first crypto trade that i had and the first conversation that andrew and i had about about crypto was about ripple um just because him and i are so into finance and we love world you know world market and stuff like that and we had talked about crypto a little bit i had you know thought about getting in bitcoin a couple months earlier and then we were talking about Ripple and how great this project could be and the great partnerships it had and all this stuff. Um, we bought Ripple at like 20 cents, which was awesome, and uh, you know ended up selling it really high. But that was just like a of all the shit projects that are out there, um, that was one that I've seen grow, and I'm like really proud to say that I was part of it. Um, but yeah, it was just like a nice time in December. It yeah, nice. we it was just. Uh... We got in a week before the boom. Everything went crazy. Yeah. Yeah, we got really lucky. If, if you haven't picked that up, we don't know anything, and we got really lucky. Um, it, here's but, the point, though. Okay, go ahead. It's the the broader point of all this is that the people who'd been in this long term had seen maybe not to that extent, but they'd seen it before, and they'll see it again. Yeah, and totally. Totally. They've seen that 10x on Bitcoin. The 20k was a heck of a thing. I mean, that was making full-on national news, you know, primetime newscast on TV. Uh, but, but yeah, we'll get back there. That's all right. Yeah, it, I think it's so. Just, it's it's more the long haul. I feel like it's actually a good thing that we've had some experience now because we've seen the up and we've seen. A pretty decent down at this point. Yeah, it's considered a crash. I mean, with yeah. the percentages that we're down. Yeah. So here's here's my thing though, and and this is my last thing. Was the December pump 
the biggest theft or, or the biggest market manipulation we've ever seen in the history of the world? Do you think that was the biggest takeaway from market manipulation? Going from almost a billion or almost a trillion dollar market cap to now 250 on average. Did whoever got away with that 750 billion was that the biggest theft of all time? Uh, I don't know enough. I could, I, I would imagine no, just because of you know some of the outcomes of 2008. I don't. I can't imagine what else it would be though. I mean, on a global stage, 2008 was just, the market's just so much bigger than the crypto market. But and I, I don't think we know yet where that money went. If it went to a like a guy or a group of people, then maybe <laughs> 750 billion dollars. That's a lot of money. Yeah, it's a lot of money. But, but uh, that's the like there was a there's a small country that popped up in the middle of Europe after this, and it was like Cryptopia, and you're like you motherfuckers. Yeah. You built a country, like right, exactly. I don't know, I mean, man. I think I, I think it was all planned. I, I'm a, I'm kind of I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but I I think I'm not an idiot when I see shit that makes sense, right? It was obviously all planned. There were obviously people. That, it wasn't normal everyday person money that was in there. It was large, large, large sums of money that if they took it out, it would crash the market, and it did. Yeah. Everyone I know who was in crypto in December is still in crypto now. I don't know anyone yeah, who called it quits. I agree with that, yeah. So who's the motherfucker who took $750 billion out of the market is my thing. And I think that was pure theft. Yeah, I mean, it, theft, probably a pretty concerted marketing campaign that really worked. Yeah, and uh, that's a hell of a pull for a marketing campaign. I just wonder campaign. who it was, though. I don't really, I mean, yeah, I don't know. We'll have to, hopefully at John some point we learn. <laughs> and yeah, he, and he, and he disappears, he disappears into the wind and he just is like keeping up his shenanigans oh because he doesn't want people gosh. to know. But, or maybe that's where Tron got their 250 million from and that's actually not unreasonable to say. That's actually, yeah. Could I be, could I mean, be right could about be players, that. It could be players in that, in that uh, frame. Who knows? Or they sold, they yeah. pumped Tron to like that 25 cent mark and sold off. And right. yeah, that's where they got their money. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. man, we what an episode. It's really good to be back, honestly. It is good to be back. It's fun as hell. We hope you guys, all, all four of you, had fun uh, on our podcast. Make sure you follow us. We're going to be active again. We're going to be reporting on all the crypto shenanigans. Um, but man, it's, it's good to be back, and uh, we'll, be, we'll be talking to you soon. <laughs>